Hi, this is Naomi Ortiz. You're listening to the Kansas City Social Hour. It's the Kansas City Social Hour. Well, get on and with it, we are live. That's live for us, anyways. And you're locked in to the Kansas City Social Hour. And I'm your humble host, Ruben Ortiz. Let's get it on. Baby, what's the big deal? Feel what you want to feel. Special Ballast Point say Edition with Representative Charlie Coburn. It's on. For example, I could kiss you just because I want to. What's the difference if you turn away? I'm going to die one day. Why do you waste your time? Why are you wasting your time? About your Thinking about your reputation. Trying to meet an expectation. Wondering what they're going to say. What are they going to say? What's up and welcome to the Kansas City Social Hour. I feel like you guys are my boys, my friends, my listeners. And uh, holler at your boy anytime, man. Uh, email, shoot me a message on Facebook. Of course, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. I'm going to start doing more uh, Snapchat on Instagram. We got YouTube going. You know, any number of ways that you could reach out. And let us know, you know, what's on your mind. A lot of people, friends of mine that don't necessarily listen to the show will tell me, hey, man, you still doing that podcast? Listen, man, I'm never going to stop doing this. So whether, you know, it's a year from now, two years from now, whatever it is, this is what I'm going to do. I don't know what the format might change, whatever it is, but I've just found something that I super enjoy doing. I ain't going to stop doing it. Listen, man, it's just how it's going to be moving forward. We're going to keep this train moving. And it reminded me of, you know, I'm from New Mexico, and the state creed is in Latin, and it is crecit eundo. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but... It means uh, it grows as it goes. That's the state motto, the state creed. And that's how I feel this podcast is. It's going to grow as it goes, no matter what. It's just the nature of things. If I keep doing this, it's going to keep growing. And we've seen signs of it. And it's just awesome. And I wasn't going to stop anyways because I found something that I really enjoy doing that I don't want to stop doing. And that's just the bottom line. So I appreciate you guys being along with us on this ride because, like I said, we're not going anywhere. And so telling a friend, letting people know we're out there, sharing the podcast, listening to the podcast, commenting, whatever it is, man, that you can do to support and get behind uh, this KC social movement that we got going on. We got T-shirts coming soon. We've had a previous T-shirt that I quickly designed and uh, the one we got going now is my boy John Conway is designing us this badass shirt that I think you guys are going to fucking love. I can't wait to share that with you. But my boy is dragging his feet right now. But, you know, as soon as we get those out, I can't wait to make those available. It's going to be super awesome. Today's episode is with Charlie Coburn. He's a representative from Ballast Point. And one of the unique things about Ballast Point is the beautiful artwork that adorns their cans bottles etc and they're done by paul elder who does fishing and fish illustrations well recently some of the artwork has taken on a skeleton or death image kind of depictions um, particularly on the commodore even keel and um what's another one victory at sea I dig it. I It's not a morbid curiosity. Piper Down also has a skeletal image on it. Tongue Buckler. There is a genre of artwork called Memento Mori. And it is used as an inspiration to accomplish things in your life. To not take for granted this amount of time that we're given. Which is a very small time in the grand scheme of, scheme of things. There are trees and rocks and things that are just way older than us. And when you look at the timeline of the existence of the planet, the universe, whatever, we're only here for a small, tiny window, man. 
and to realize that one day we're going to be, you know, this skull in the earth is, is motivational to get some of the things that you want accomplished, accomplished. And I think back on this one image that struck me, it was a wood carving of a, it was an intricately done wood carving of a skeleton and a man holding a scroll. Within that scroll, it was written in Latin, I am what you will be, I was what you are. Again, I am what you will be. This is a skeleton. I was what you are. Now, that's powerful to think of, you know, your mortality, you know, that these moments that you're taking for granted sometimes that are just passing by, whatever it is, you know, children's laughter, you know, something nice that a friend said at work, a nice meal, a great beer from Ballast Point. Enjoy it, man. And also seize the day. Take nothing for granted. And if there's something that you want to accomplish, man, go out there and do it. Whether it be your own podcast, you want to do graphic art, you want to open up your own brewery, you want to do uh, any number of things and you're kind of holding back or you're hesitant right now, just think that one day it'll all be over and you're going to wish that you did, man. And that that's I have a skull tattooed on my back for that exact reason. And it's not a morbid thing like, oh, I'm trying to be cool. It's this reminder of how close I once came to death and how I am to appreciate these things knowing that that is an inevitability. Death is undefeated, right? And so I collect some of these skulls and I actually have one skull with a Sharpie written that into its head. I don't collect real skulls, of course. They're, <laughs> they're, they're depictions of skulls. And it's a very popular art form within Latin culture, too. Oh, they look at death a lot differently than others do. And it's almost like a celebration of the life more than it is the tragedy of it. But when you get to the end of your road, man, I hope you've done everything that you've wanted to do, man. Without any further ado, whatever the fuck that means, let's get into this podcast. We are live. That's live for us anyways. It's the Kansas City Social Hour. We're here with... Charlie Coburn, am I pronouncing that right? Yeah, that's right. So we've been uh, sitting here for like 20 minutes just talking, uh, having a Ballast Point Grunion Pale Ale. We're almost done with the podcast at this point. We we got our questions answered, so we'll try to fill you in. Yeah, he was uh, giving us a background on uh, what he does for Ballast Point and... Uh, just some some market shit. We had a lot of questions on it. Do you remember any of the fucking had? No. I my, no. answer, my answers would probably be the same. <laughs> right. On, man. So uh, so funny story. So um, Charlie's walking up to the house and and he's wearing a, a, a cool hat and it's got a BP on it. And I'm like, what's BP? My dumbass. And fuck, it's Ballast Point. Stupid. So I just um, just my way of welcoming our guests is not knowing what the fuck their hat is it just i just felt bad well i've had lots of questionable looks people keep looking at it like trying to figure out what it is so but i should know oh, god damn it you're fucking wearing the shirt he's a ballast point guy bp dummy he, uh cory thought it was the oil company and shit he thought he was gonna come try to make political statements on the on the podcast i wanted to you you're friends with uh what is it it's uh mark uh, miller right yeah so mark miller was uh the paps rep in is it just Kansas? Yeah. Yeah, he's the Paps rep in Kansas. He was supposed to be on the show, and then he, he uh, fucking cheesed out on us. He and went all show big up. beer on us? Yeah, listen, man. Uh, uh, I guess would would he have missed like a, a 610 sports or uh No. Sorry we're not on that level, Mark. Nope, we're you not. could just fucking blow us off and shit. That's fucked up, bro. Typical I did tell Mark. him uh, via email that I was going to roast him a little bit for that, so... If he fucking checks his email on yeah. this point. Or, or if he doesn't listen to the podcast, the, the, the roast is going to deaf ears. Yeah. Apparently, he doesn't even listen anyway, so <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a big deal. Nah, but I was kind of looking forward to, you know, talk. We had a ton of questions on him, so now we're just going to fucking ask uh, Charlie all these questions. Nah. We no, we'll ask him good questions because <laughs> so, it's uh, Ballast Point. Come on, up. people. Charlie was telling us about the three-tier system and how he got started off uh, doing um, 
where how he got started off and how he ended up at Ballast Point. You want to give him the to tell him a little bit about yourself and how you ended up at yeah. Ballast Point, man. Uh, so I've been in the industry for about ten years. Um, I was uh, the managing positions at two separate uh, liquor stores, and eventually got into working for a distributor uh, on the Kansas side, and did that for a few years, and then got this job. Some somehow I don't know the ballast point. I guess I thought I was qualified for it. <laughs> but uh, uh, how how um how was it advertised? How did you find out about the position that it was opening it was, up and shit? It was like a word of mouth kind of thing. A lot of things were like that because they you know they advertise it. All these people are going to come out of the woodworks. You know. Oh okay. You know, just Ruben showing up. No no. I love your stuff. Give me a ton of samples <laughs> and I'm the person for you. They don't they don't want the Rubens of the world showing up. And, <laughs> I fucking have always been a diehard Ballast Point, bro. Can I get a I'm case? all about that shit. Uh, what 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 kind of beers are you selling, man? Where are you guys from? <laughs> no, so had you been, you were obviously a big uh, Ballast Point fan beforehand, oh, yeah. so you were pretty pumped that they're coming and you, you had the opportunity. To, I knew that all the beers were good, you know, and I was very excited to the be, fucking, get on board with them, for sure. The quality is, um, that's what, you know, you know, the couple of things that that i hear uh locally was a is um about scoping so is um the quality is always tremendous people if you try it they you know it's it's one of those beers that people love immediately when they try it the other thing is um um the amount like lately the spin-off some of the the flavors that you guys have and and like I, we were just talking about how habanero scoping is like you either love it or you hate it, you know, and but still rated very high, I believe, like on rate beer and uh, beer advocate and shit. But um, so what were some of the beers that that uh, when you uh, got started tasting Ballast Point, what were the ones that stood out for you, man? I mean, definitely Sculpin, just the, the original, you know, version um, with that and the Grunion. Uh, but yeah, and the grapefruit, you know, that was always a really big popular one um, and it still is. Um, it was that, but you know, since it was so, it wasn't available until recently. You know, before that, it was you know, I hadn't had all of them. But after I've tried all these beers, I have not been disappointed by one. I no, yeah, like they all do. They're all just solid beers. And and to me, when when you know, especially uh, coming out of San Diego, the fact that the craft beer is so there's so many and it's so hyper competitive for Ballast Point to kind of stand out about. Uh, with that whole group of craft and just, uh, you know, as, as big as we think our craft beer scene is, we have nothing on San Diego. So, you know, it's I think it's a, it's a credit to Ballast Point and the brewers that they, they've done a good job with, with their beer and their brand. So, yeah, you know, the, um, the brewers do a lot of, I think they do a really good job with their research and development. We have a separate facility, a couple of them. Um, there's one like in Little Italy, which is in downtown San Diego. It's a, a brew pub, and it's our research and development center. And, you know, you go in there. It's, it's like a brew pub, but you go in there. They're going to have all kinds of variants. They're going to have the Thin Mint Victory at Sea, you know, the Raspberry Sour Witch, and stuff like that. It's just, it's pretty solid. It's, it's really fun to go to and to see that they just let the brewers play around and all the ones, all the stuff they're doing. They do a really solid job. So th- does Ballast make a beer called Wench? Uh, Sour Wench. Sour Wench? Yes. But is that... It is a, um, but it, is it here? Or I, I, I missed there it. is one keg here. There's one keg. Yeah, <laughs> where? Uh, it's the warehouse right now. Okay. <laughs> who's the lucky? Who's the, who's lucky? the lucky guys that are going to get a hold of that one, man? Close to 119th, well, you know, and, and are uh, we invited to the, <laughs> the uh, event? <laughs> you want a Boulevardia? Oh yeah. Uh, oh, is it going to uh, be at Taps and Taste or what? Yeah. Boom. Yeah, but that'll be uh, it'll be packaged eventually. I, we're going to have that coming out sometime, sometime. We have the year. scored tickets to Boulevardia in the past, and I, we had a, I was out of town. You were out of town the yeah, last I'm gonna, one. I'm going to be out of town again. So. And uh, I have no excuse. I have yet to. I haven't went to Boulevardia. It's too hot. <laughs> well, this year they're doing it in the evening, too, ah. which is, yeah, it'll be better. That Corey's fucking old man excuse of it being too hot is not valid for me. No, it's not valid for you. It's valid for me because no. I'm an old man. <laughs> That's not the reason why I haven't went. And I, for whatever reason, I don't, I don't have a good excuse. Uh, I, other than last year that uh, I was out of town and I had the tickets, I uh, gave them to Mike, my boy Mike. Oh, he got right. to go and shit. So, but um, 
So there you go, man. So Captain it's a, taste and so shit. So just sour winch or the raspberry sour winch? Uh, this gonna... one is going to be the blackberry. The sour winch is uh, <sighs> it's a Berliner Weiss, but it's got a little more body um, than other ones do. They call it, they're calling it like a West Coast Berliner Weiss. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Was the West Coast mean that it's got hops in it and shit like more? No, <laughs> no, no, they're just it's, just, it's oh. just a little bit different than a traditional. It's got a little more body. It's just a little, little bit bigger, but it's not like you know an imperial, you know, where it's like a lot more. It's just I read some articles on that shit, like uh, how um, we, well, obviously, you know, when we copy these styles, you know, um, it, whether or not we're nailing them or not, you know, some people, some people say. That you know um, the American styles of, of Belgian beers or or German style beers nail uh, nail it or improve on it a lot, and then some people just say that we just totally missed the fucking you know. But that's what's uh, you know it shouldn't be so strict. You know the of course if it's going to be an American take on it, then it should be different. You know what I mean? And I don't think that it's bad that it's not. You know, as long as it tastes good, that, that yeah. I think that that's the key. It's not. It's not a competition of who can make the. No, it is, Corey. No, I'm saying. Let me, goddammit. You always. <laughs> the point I'm making is that a competition who can, who can make the Berliner Weiss that is the most to the exacting standards of what a Berliner Weiss was in X year. It's taking the style and make, making it your own. If, 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 if everyone just made a Berliner Weiss, then okay, you know, how many. But the fact that people put their own flavors into it or their own spin on it is is what I what I like because it you know it just gives you different things to choose from and you can say I like this a little bit better I like that a little bit better so it gives you more and more that, options yeah and that's definitely Americans an love American options. craft we love options trend though yeah so but you can understand that you know people have been brewing these same recipes for fucking. Fuck. Well, there's bars that are older than our country. You know what I mean? So, like, people are going to be pretty hardcore about some of But, you know, it's a, you know, the American craft industry, yeah, that's what they've chosen to do. You know, we're putting peanut butter and shit. And, uh, but, you know, look we, at, we, we've talked about other psycho But, you know, the, the Bel- however the styles are, you know, the Belgians, they like what we're doing over here. Tank 7 wins awards over there. You know, they there's a lot of beers that they're, they're fans of, and they like what they're doing collaborations with us. And it's the thing, it's like, you know, you go to a country like Belgium and everyone's doing something different there. You know, not a lot of their beers are even too style. Um, but, you know, there's two schools of thought. There's there's that and there's also people, like, if you're putting beer in a competition. Yeah, that's you know, this when there's, about. like, guidelines and stuff like that. Like this Grunion, uh, BJCP, who's the, you know, the authority yeah. on the beer styles like that. Uh, this is the number one commercial example for American Pale Ale. Boom! Yeah. How you like that? Yeah, it's delicious. The number one yeah. example. Yeah, this so, beer was, it's been out for like a little over a year. Uh, it was a homebrew. I love standards had, like that. It was yeah. a homebrew. Yeah, well, we, uh, the company had an internal homebrew competition. We wanted to have a pale ale, and whatever brewers came up with this. Damn. Yeah, that's so kick ass. Yeah. I like it when something's like the watermark, you know, a, a, a good watermark to measure others by. You know what I mean? And yeah. that sounds like, you know, according to them, hey, man, you want a nice fucking watermark of the style, grab you some Grunion Pale Ale. That's cool, man. Absolutely. I dig that. That's awesome, man. Um, so, um, to get into some ballast. So, why is everything with, is there a reason for the nautical theme on everything? What's yes. The, there is. Okay, good. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. So, we first started um, before we had, like, packaging and stuff. We did, you know, had kegs that were just doing it. Because it actually started as a homebrew shop and eventually turned into a brewery. Uh, so, basically, this guy named Paul Elder came up and he had paintings of these fish and they liked them. And so, they used them. That's that the, the guy. Uh, <laughs> wow. What's his name? Paul Elder. Dude, and he's been doing some. So, he starts off with all the. But, like, his recent shit is, like, all the skeleton shit, man. Yeah, it's still nautical, like pirates, yeah. you know. But, I mean, well, and I guess every artist, you know, they keep changing their... But I I, th- I think it's cool. I dig it. I, I like the, the before stuff. And uh, I well, and, and he's still doing, like, like that, the... the um, the, the That fat fish the one. Barbie. With, with the barbie. What's it called? Barmy. What? Barmy. Barmy. B-A-R-M-E-Y. B-A-R- oh, Barmy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Barmy. That's what he said four times, bro. <laughs> Fuck. 
Barmy. Okay, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that one's a cool one, right? But I that was kind of more like yeah. a cartoony because it's like a like a like a fat fish. Just yeah. A, yeah, that one's badass in it. Yeah, you know, all artists they kind of evolved. So. And what's the Barmy yeah. style? Uh, it is a gold nail with honey and apricot. It's twelve percent alcohol. So are we getting twelve? Yeah. Holy shit, yeah, man! We'll, that's we'll like some. that. I don't know. Uh, I watermelon don't know Dorado. Exactly when, but we'll. Yeah. It'll be coming. Oh, badass! Have you had a chance to t- uh, try it? I've not no? tried it yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If any tasters were, were available, it's, it's putting it out there. Yeah. Get in line. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Absolutely. <laughs> tried some too. <laughs> uh, the first time we had the 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 that I had the mango even kill was at. Um, when I saw you over there, I was at, we were at Hot Fest. Yeah. Shoot, man. I kept going back for that one. That was awesome. It's a super uh, easy beer to drink, too, man. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, you can have a big old glass of it. And the ABV is like, what is it? Like, uh, 3.8. 3.8. So, yeah, you could just drink it all day. And then yeah. it's super uh, mellow and got some nice fruity flavors and stuff. And that's cool that you could go from a you know a three point eight fruity beer to a Twelve. El Dorado to that that maple apricot beer, man. Yeah, honey, honey, oh, apricot. honey apricot. Yeah. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing about apricot. every time, well, I always because maple is another popular flavor, um, and um, I've heard different brewers say you know it's hard to you know uh, impart maple or honey onto it because the that's what gets consumed by the yeast i'm not a brewer and shit but i guess you know it's hard you know anytime you have a it's that sweetness is hard to impart on the beer with it through that because i guess a lot of it gets converted into alcohol but i'm obviously um a lot of it did get converted into alcohol if it's 12 percent. so yeah it kind of depends on when you add it to the beer see and i I mean you you know you kind of add it at the end of the boil or there's some people actually use honey to condition the beer instead of like using you know uh, corn sugar so, and that actually will add, you know, it's not, I don't know, like some brewers do it, and it's like you can't really distinct what it is, but there's something there, and it's... Because, like, agave, I always pick up that sweetness in agave really mm-hmm. easy, like, you know, some of these agave beers, you can, you know, it tastes, but, uh, you yeah. know, are you a brewer? You brew some? I, yeah. Well, I, I haven't done it in a while, because I just kind of got sick of bottling, but, like, a kegerator or something, I'd be, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I've done a lot of that, for sure. Cool, badass man. Uh, in man, uh, I love the t-shirts because of the artwork, man. Like mm-hmm. the um, what is it? Is, Which was the one that you were like nuts about? I really love. I, there's two of them. I love the the um, the stout with the octopus. Indra Kanindra, yeah. That fucking looks badass. Yeah. But I also it's the logger with the the guy in the the underwater diving suit. Oh, um, Fathom or yeah, Fathom. In the Shit, yeah. man, that, that's the shirt that I, I do. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, every time I see that, it looks so badass, you know what I mean? But the, it, his arms, I don't know, he's like underwater and then... Yeah, it's just kind of a, yeah. it's like his upper torso. And all the fish are behind him. Yeah, yeah, we actually have, uh, it's going to be a orange vanilla fathom coming out. Oh, really? Yeah. Badass. It's, it's like, it has like orange cream to the floor. Is it going to come out here? Or? Yeah, yeah, well, it'll be in Bombers. Um, that's all right. Bombers. Yeah. I remember the... Wasn't it when we went we went out to Lupulin? Wasn't that the first? I think that's the first time we bought Ballast Point when we went out to the Beer Ninja. He found the place across the border in Illinois, and, and there was some Ballast Point there. Your mic is like, God uh, damn it! If you leave it in the thing, if I leave it in the thing, yeah, it might not do that. But I don't know Just why. Just like I was hand wrapped around it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Charlie. <laughs> it's, it's us against Ruben. You can't turn on me. You can turn on Ruben. Um, okay, okay. No, we went with um, Josh to he found a, a, a liquor store in Illinois, and I remember there was some some ballast point. And he's like, "You guys need to pick this up." And which one did we? Was it the the Commander Commodore? Was it Commodore or Victory at, Victory at Sea? It was Victory, Victory at, at sea. sea. And Victory at Sea is a beast, man. Yeah, it's he's like, vanilla. you have to get this. He's like, you're going to love it. And we're like, all it right. It was a porter, right? It's a porter? So yeah, Imperial Porter. Yeah. Badass, uh, actually, we have their... Uh, so that's like a seasonal uh, for you know colder months. The warm months, the one just got into the warehouse. It'll be out this week. It's um, Calm Before the Storm. It's a cream ale with coffee and vanilla. Yeah, that one's still... I love that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. That's a cool beer. That, that one... I, I like that one more than, than, than Commodore. Yeah, we poured it yesterday at the Westport uh, Ale Fest, and yeah, 
people didn't know this, say it surprised me, so I pour them that, they look at it, it's golden in color, and they try it, like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> you see the color, and then you taste it, and you're like, wait, it's like, what? Yeah. It's a that's, total mind fuck. I love that beer. That's badass, man. Uh, you know, interesting, I've seen you guys did a lot of promotion in Lawrence, like mm-hmm. when you guys first thought out, and I, I thought it was interesting. Um, we uh, and so obviously you are a part of a lot of that. How is it? Uh, how is the Lawrence scene with Ballast Point and and why uh, did you guys? I almost I, I felt like there was more openings there than there was initially over here. Or if it was just the I mean, well, what was going I, on with that? I wasn't on board with the company yet, but I would say it was kind of because we have a different distributor out there. Um, uh, it's kind of a smaller market. It's kind of a little easier. Because um, the big thing we want to do, we want to make sure that when we send beer in and beer gets coming out, that it's going to be fresh. So we don't want to load up anybody at all. Like we don't really want like big displays on the floor at a liquor store. We want people to kind of just get the right amount. And it's kind of hard to figure that out exactly how much is going to be bought because we want our beer to be as fresh as possible. Yeah, you know, as that's super to important. Stacks of it, like you know, a fresh gulpin is just wait awesome. a minute. What the fuck is that? Oh shit! It's a Sorry about that. We're getting a, a little bit of a hum. I don't know what the fuck that was. I think it was know. like uh, the headphones getting too close to the mic. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't look at Corey for any I fucking just answers. I the microphone with two hands like it's a cock. This is what Charlie <laughs> the talent said earlier. And it was not. I, I didn't say that. Well, you were thinking it. It hurt my feelings. I was just, no. I was just trying to let people use your imagination. <laughs> and, and you weren't thinking that, and Corey totally just went there. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the fuck that's Jeez, about. Fuck <laughs> this. I'm going home. You said the guests were always going to be nice to me, Ruben. <laughs> no, it, it, yeah, it, I'm, it's, I'm really sorry. Right. Charlie, it's, it's pretty much my job to be an asshole to Corey, right? And now you're just stepping in. On he's doing a way better job than you. Yeah, but he's since you more, did so well, go ahead. He's much more subtle, to the point, cutting. To to where some he notes take some notes to right? where he was Learn in your something. subconscious. I know imagining cocks me. in your mouth. And, still no, talking about it. <laughs> in you my head, it. not in my mouth. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just keep no, that's good. and the whole good and it just getting deeper and deeper. Oh yeah. So uh, so you were saying that uh, CS Bev was pretty much dropping the ball compared to the other industry. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm no, no. What's up, John? What's I'm up, so Aaron? You heard him. <laughs> you guys had way better promotions in Lawrence, uh, so nah. But um, <laughs> well, no, I just because it was interesting because one of the things too that that shocks some people uh, is the 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 price sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. it, it and before you try it, you know, because you could get a sub, you know, par. <laughs> IPA for a lot cheaper, but then you you see that that price tag and you know Lawrence, college town. Yeah. Are are you know I was just curious. Are they you know taking the ballast point and and realizing the quality and stuff and. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. You know, a lot of people are. People still complain. You know, we'll say something about the price, but. So how do you justify it? Like, what do you, what is it okay, that you well, tell? Which which four pack? How do you address that? If it was a four pack for ten bucks, it'd be nine ninety nine. And there's I mean, tons of four packs that are nine ninety nine. There's also tons of you know twenty two ounce bottles that are eight ninety nine. That's weird that no one gives a fuck well, about sometimes buying a bomber like, for like twelve thirteen bucks, but yeah. then they shit their pants about buying a six pack for the same amount. Yeah, like, they just, you know, well, people don't want to do the math, you know, and I, math's hard, hard, bro. Math is hard. <laughs> That's hard. <laughs> yeah, That's but you know, I know I stole my math's hard. <laughs> but it, it's, I mean, yeah, it's an expensive uh, beer to make. You know, it was actually started. It was. Uh, two, two. Okay, so the story is sculpting. Um, there was two guys. They were home brewers in San Diego, uh, and they would enter competitions, and they would constantly alternate between getting first and second place. They didn't know each other were. Um, I'm already liking this. Both of them eventually got a job brewing with Ballast Point, and so they figured out that they were, you know, who who each other were. It's like peeking in the like, brain. You're like, you know what, we're working for a brewery now. We're not going to, you know, let's look at our recipes. They put them side by side, and they're almost identical. Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. So they combine it, and then, you know, the one of the head brewers, he's like, you know, let's like dry hop this a little bit, you know, just add a little something to it, and Sculpin was born. You know, they were probably all like, hey, why don't you try dry hopping it? Like, how dare you, motherfucker? <laughs> then he gets drunk one night and does it. He's like, that motherfucker was right, man. Yeah, dry hop. 
This shit is like scoping. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> scoping. This is like a badass fucking fish that I caught one time. <laughs> no, uh. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> It is some, uh, it is some fucking fantastic shit. Because like the the Dorado is fourteen ninety nine, I bought it, and then you drink it and you're like, fuck, okay, you you when you drink it, you're like, it makes sense to pay. It's worth it. it it's mm-hmm. Do you worth have some with you right now? Uh, Dorado, the uh, scoping, yeah. You guys ready? Yes. Yeah, yeah we have one. Because I was that. like, wait a minute, why don't we just fucking drink one? <laughs> no, the other cool thing about it too. I love the fucking, uh, the whole boat shit, you know, and the cans. Well, don't you, because I bought Dorado. It's going to give I, you fish luck. I, I drank one, and what did I say to you? I go, oh, my God, this fucking shit. I brought you one, and. Nah, this, I don't believe that Corey introduced me to scoping. <laughs> no, I introduced, no, El Dorado. Oh, oh, yeah, the, the watermelon El Dorado, yes, right? Yes, yes, watermelon El Dorado. Is, but there's just a regular El Dorado, too, right? Yes. It's a dipper. So, yeah. I, I so, which one was it, Corey? It was watermelon. It was okay. a watermelon because I couldn't believe. I can't believe the ABV towards the, with the well, flavor. The ABV and the flavor, and you just, a lot of times with with, with dippers, it's hard to get any, like, sweetness. The, the hops. So overpowering. Overpower, but with this, you got that smoothness. I could see how the hops could overpower a lesser man, but uh, <laughs> I quite frankly enjoy the, no, uh, one guy posted that he was drinking uh, watermelon Dorado. He had a six pack, and I was like, "Dude, be careful with that. It's just a beast, you know." Because mm-hmm. I didn't realize it either. It's so easy drinking, and the next thing you know, you're adding dry hops to shit. It's you know what I mean? Late, when you yeah. would normally. No, I'm just kidding. No. But uh, yeah, it's some good shit. That and so oh, good. you guys. Here you go. You. Oh. Ruben's breaking out the fancy glasses. Wow. Here you go. Thank you, sir. I. Yeah, yeah. I was just drinking you gotta, from the you bottle. Gotta, Zero fucks given, right, Ruben? Yeah, but you got to release the the hops bouquet. God <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, bro. So yeah, we're um, now enjoying some nice scoping, and I've always dug that that picture. It's it's awesome, man. You know, uh, people like aquariums; they like fucking fish and stuff, and it's just awesome, man. It's a, it's a it's a real eye catching too. You know what I mean? Uh, if you see that, and that I guess has a lot to do with with selling beers too, man. As much as people don't want to admit that, like uh, I love what you know, what Boulevard's doing with their their shit now. I think their shit stands out a lot more than what it did just a few months ago, you know. And now they're they're rebranding the BBQ. Yeah, that shit looks awesome. And um, yeah, uh, packaging's huge. I mean, you know, you send someone there and to go get beer or wine or spirits for you whatever you know a lot of times like oh i like this package i'm gonna buy that and that's and yeah that, it totally and happens you know we're and still especially fucking with, just with, like with with, with point <laughs> with when you got the the skull when you got the full skeleton that just people like that shit you see yeah. the dude with the fucking the yeah. ship wheel yeah. yeah yeah and the cans uh with the you know the nautical shit on there they, mm-hmm. they you know yeah. is that a nautical compass or what's oh. the the main um, symbol. That is called a sextant. It's actually used. I believe to... that's a sextant, Corey. <laughs> Shit, man. Oh, did you already say that? Okay, go ahead. I'll let you finish, man. Go ahead, bro. Uh, it's actually used to uh, measure the distance between two objects in the distance, like like when you sail on a ship to see how far apart you know two different things are you know from each other. And it's the two. It goes back to the two dudes trying to see eye to eye on that one scope and recipe. I believe that is correct. Boom. <laughs> I, no, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. know. <laughs> that sounded good. <laughs> I still dig the story of the guys combining forces to make the sculpin. Yeah, we're all about you know the home brews, and I mean, start as a home brew shop and stick to the roots. You know, that's badass, man. Yeah. I love that that you know home brewers can. Fuck, man. When you think about that, like home brewers starting off and then turning it into a billion dollars. Yeah. So <laughs> that was the first time that had happened. People shit their pants at that billion dollar mm-hmm. thing. And we're yeah. talking about the the sale. Uh, Ballast Point eventually uh, reached a billion, which raised a lot of eyebrows around it. No one had seen a number like that. Uh, I thought. I think for a lot of people, they felt like we were a few years off from a number like that too, because mm-hmm. it just caught everybody off guard. It made a lot of headlines nationwide, yeah. within uh, business magazines, Business Week, Forbes. Um, I mean, everybody was talking about that. It was pretty incredible, man. And it's just awesome and a testament to where craft beers is going and, and uh, what it's doing. 
uh, still, uh, there's, you know, I, I talked to Corey about it. When, you, when we go to a tailgate, uh, the predominant beer is still, you know, these domestic. Miller Lite, Bud Light. Yeah. Coors Light. You know, and yeah. so there's still a ton of growth, you know. And uh, I can't wait to see, uh, like, a guy in your position that's, you know, representing Ballast Point, uh, all the cool shit that I think you guys are going to do in the coming years. And I think it's exciting, you know, guys that are um, early on. I still feel like it's early on. Some Some people that we talk to feel like they missed a wave or something you know it's like oh shit you know I, you know i was there from the beginning but i met i'm like dude this shit's barely starting oh yeah so many people that are like you were saying you know that guys are, are you go to a beer festival which is you know attended by a lot of beer nerds but there's that average consumer that doesn't even know what the fuck ballast point is right oh yeah yeah and they they're talking to you about it and stuff so and they yeah. try it and then they come back you know? I think that's the most exciting part about it is introducing, because and I always tell Corey about this shit, man. Like uh, the beer aficionados, the quote unquote beer nerds, mm-hmm. they're very fickle, man. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. they, and and a lot of times, uh, a lot of them aren't return customers to a certain beer. Some of them, I think, as you develop, maybe you do you, you have your go to beers. Like I have my go to shit. I think Sculpin is definitely my go a go to beer. I have a. Various other beers that I'll just keep buying through. You know, I'm not gonna. But man, uh, uh, beer miscuous folks are a plenty in the beer nerd industry. Where Very it's like, so. I just gotta click off that next one, click off yeah. that next one, and fuck what I had before. I'm like, man, enjoy those good ass beers that you know are solid. That you know you could keep going back to. But yeah, people are always you know like, what do you have that's you know out of beer festival? What do you have a special? It's like it's all special. <laughs> it's all nice. Beer, yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, and there's a lot of times you know like they'll see like the Grunion Pale Ale. I think I mean it's probably my favorite balance. This and Sculpin is my favorite. And you know people see it's a Pale Ale. I think it's like eh, you know yeah but they try it like oh that's that's awesome you know that's delicious. I'm, I'm psyched that you brought it uh, because uh, I'll be honest with you, man. Like, I think I may have had it before, but um, I may not have. But uh, for uh, now that we've had it, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to notice it. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's going to be a go to. I'm going to if I want a pale ale, I'm definitely going to grab that grunion. And, and uh, I'm glad that you brought it by because, yeah, it's fucking excellent, man. Yeah. It's an excellent made beer, plenty of flavor, high quality it's in cans, you know, you could take it wherever the fuck you want. So it's definitely some good shit. And, and listen, man, I, I sound like sometimes I'm doing a, a fucking, a commercial for this shit. Plug. I'm genuinely, <laughs> but yeah, 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 sure. no, I'm, I'm a beer fan. Yeah. I, you know, I love what we're doing right now. I like it that, you know, I'm sitting here with Charlie and this is real shit. We're, I've never met Charlie. We're in my fucking basement. He gave me a grunion. Uh, I think that's what beer is. The whole beer what I'm most excited about, meeting new people, having a beer with them. And if the beer's good, that's what I'm going to say. You know what I mean? Uh, a lot of times, I, if I don't like a beer, I won't I won't mention it. You know what I mean? That's just my thing. I, I don't really like to go negative and bash shit. So uh, I won't have, uh, you know, I won't get on beers and talk shit about beers. But definitely, if I like a beer, I'm going to say that I like it. And it's a genuine statement. So I have no qualms about saying that if you go buy a grunion, you're not going to be disappointed, right? So that that's why it's it's a genuine thing because I know that if you go buy a grunion pale ale, you're going to like that shit. Absolutely. That's a true statement, so yeah. fuck it. You know, yeah. it's not a plug when it's the truth, right? Yeah, so. absolutely. So I had a question about... Um just no, we're already done, man. So, uh, <laughs> no, <it's okay. laughs> no, Corey went yeah. to go pee or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck, you wouldn't stop talking at the question chamber. Oh, I started rambling awful about how I'm not fucking plugging. I'm not fucking plugging Ballast Point, bitch. I just like it. It's, but this is the thing. We're, we were drinking Ballast Point before it was even here, and we... and. You were way more. I was a fanboy, but you like took the fanboy an extra three or four notches. So this is something that, prior to it even being available in the market, we liked and we drank and we bought. And I would have my friends send me from from Texas. He lives in Austin. I would say, "Hey, send me some Ballast Point." 
I want the habanero or the grapefruit if you can if you can find it. So. To, yeah, and just to tag on to that real quick, like habanero scoping, you know, controversial as it may be among the beer nerds or whatever, is a uh, top ten, one of my top ten all all the beers that I've ever had, and you, you know, I say top ten just to be. You know, to give myself some fucking wiggle room, but it's probably even higher than that. You know what I mean? So it's it's uh, one of my all time favorite beers that if I see, I procure. You know I mean? Yeah, so, I, I hear that pretty often too. When people say they come up, they ask for you know, ask about it, and they say, that "Oh, it's good, one good of their favorites." You know, so yeah, and it's not for everybody. If you don't like hot shit, you're not gonna like uh, me or nah, <laughs> you're not gonna like a fucking habanero scoping. Horrible. <laughs> Let me ask my question now. <laughs> yeah. People if you don't like Hashi, you ain't going to like me or Habanero Sculpin. More, more Charlie, less Ruben. Okay, go so, ahead. Um, so, Ballast Point's out of San Diego. So, the other, the two biggest uh, well-known brewers are Green Flash and Stone. Mm-hmm. So, and, and Green Flash is, is really big in their IPAs and the West Coast IPAs. You guys don't necessarily have like a... West Coast IPA or so-called. So what, just for, for my, for my and, and for a lot of, li- what is really a West Coast IPA and how does that differ from like a traditional IPA? So um, it's actually, the style has evolved and the Sculpin, the flavor profile is now the current. What a lot of them are going to is a lot of more tropical, you know, fruity flavors, whereas our, our Big Eye IPA it's kind of the older style. It's more resiny and um, you know more piney. Yeah. So, I mean, it's that's it's this is definitely it's a more of a West Coast style IPA. We just I mean just don't say it on there or whatever, but it is you know so that's what it's at now. So West Coast in that. a sense just means more more uh, a bigger fruit profile. That's kind of what it's come to. Yeah, a lot of people because a lot of people are doing that now on the West Coast, and that's really how it evolves. You know, so which is good. You know, that's how. Beer is going to be what it is, just from the evolution of, you know, flavors and using different hops and stuff like that. So uh, you were talking about um, you, you guys have um, you took a you take trips down to San Diego, or how does that work? Like, what cool things have you gotten to do to? Because you you just mentioned how like you know we talked to uh, who who the fuck were we talking? Oh, Grant, we're talking to Grant Wayner, uh, representative from Tallgrass. He was saying that. uh, he was talking to um, one of the Lagunitas guys, and the Lagunitas guys, you know, a lot of the trends are set on the West Coast as far as beer. People don't like to hear that shit. It's similar with Colorado. I mean, there's three big motherfuckers. It's Oregon, it's Colorado, it's California. So they set a lot of the trends, and you were talking about how the evolution maybe of the West Coast IPA has, you know, turned more to these tropical, not as, you know, the what. We still here consider, like, if you tell me West Coast IPA, I picture that big, piney, in-your-face, hop-stupid mm-hmm. kind of beer. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, maybe, you know, shit at the coffee shops and shit in San Francisco, San Diego, people are like, nah, man, it's this. So, like, you know, to stay abreast of this stuff, do you, do you guys take trips or what do you, what do, you do to yeah, kind of well, stay up on what some of the trends are and what are some of those trends that are taking place? Well, I mean, uh, the trends, like, for this, you know, um, the kind of newer style, it's just a little more kind of approachable. Um, you know, I've had people come up, you know, to say that they don't necessarily like IPAs because they're kind of used to that more resiny and piney thing and they try to sculpt and, and they're like, that's, that's good. I like that. You know, it's... It's not a punch in the face. Yeah, yeah. It's you know it's very balanced, and there's you know just some more you know tropical fruit flavors like that. Um, and yeah, we go out there. Uh, we have like quarterly meetings, so we go out. The whole company gets together, and you know we're meeting. You know, big company meeting like in the in the brewery. You guys don't drink though, right? No, I'm just in moderation. Yeah, <laughs> but it's everyone there is just super awesome. Everyone in the company, it's Sound, yeah. super nice. You know, everyone's just great, very friendly. It's a, it's a really cool company to work for. I feel very lucky, Matt. Yeah, no, you work for a cool ass company, and and uh, Sculpin is is delicious. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it's one of those beers that, like you said, for even a person who may not big be a big IP, like my wife, she's not the biggest, you know, West Coast. But if I give her a Sculpin, she really likes it. You know what I mean? And I've heard others that are, 
you know, that have said like, oh man, have you tried that, you know, beer with the fish on it? Because they come to me like, uh, like, because me and this guy are posting shit all the time to social media. And so we have our friends that are like, have you seen that beer with the fish on it? That's really, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's some high quality, really good shit. Like you stumbled upon some really good stuff. I, I had a question because, you know, I've, and I don't know, you, you guys, uh, do you have like marketing conventions and shit that you, or do you guys meetings, none of that shit? No. Uh, okay. Because I was going to ask you, uh, a big thing that I always see, or, you know, it's been going on for a while, but I see it a lot recently, and I don't know, maybe you've read some shit on it too, Corey, but, uh, like, this millennial shit, like, uh, we have, um, like, I guess, uh, Corey's uh, a boomer, and uh, I'm generation... <laughs> Corey gets real hot. He's an old. He's a he's a forty year old person, and uh, he gets really hot, and so he doesn't like going to Boulevardia. He's a boomer, not. Nah, and uh, so, but they're like this big part of the. Everybody keeps talking about how the fuck to market to this millennial generation, right? At least like these younger people, and. Um, I was curious about that. Is that something that you guys consider? Is it something you even think about? <laughs> so, um, what the fuck is up with this? Yeah, we don't do a lot of like advertising necessarily. It's really just the brewers. You know, they're making beer that they like to drink. You know, that's it. We uh-huh. make beer that we like to drink. What we think is good. That's it. And so you, and go with that, and it seems to be working. And you provide people an opportunity to try it, and that, I think that's mm-hmm. that's the value is you have someone there that is, I don't want to say willing to challenge you, but is willing to tell you, hey, why don't you try this and kind of open open your horizons to, to new things. And, you know, you give somebody a scope and, and – they're gonna like it. It's just you know you just it's just exposure, and that's and that's what I think is is great about this you know Kansas City in, te- in terms of a beer community. I think they're pretty open to trying new things. Yeah, the word of mouth is basically kind of how we've done things, and I, I'm doing you know like two tastings a week in liquor stores all around town. You know, doing these beer fests, which are huge, just getting just exposure, getting people to try it. And that's really how we're going about it. Do you schedule those, man? Uh, yeah. So yeah. it's up to you to schedule them. Like well, you have a list of like, like, people that are carrying your shit, and you just call them, or what? What do you? Well, no, I, I mean I go to stores in person, and you know I'll I'll have my calendar, like my calendar on my phone. It's full. This <laughs> is just like you know for yeah. the next few months. I'm like I almost kind of do it a little too much, kind of to back up a little bit because I just get you know I'm already at, like through September booked up for tastings and stuff. Damn. So I just yeah I go around you know every, that's what I do. Uh, you know the day I get in my car and I head out to. Go to a certain area in town, and I have a I have an app on my phone that shows like which stores carry our stuff. But I don't know. I can just always go to there if I see a place that's a liquor store or something or a bar I haven't been to or ones I have been to. Also, you know, I'll I'll go there and you know bring some samples, talk to them about it, you know, get some stuff in, and if they have it, you know, I'll go to show them some support. And cool, man. Yeah. So, so what? Oh, good. What are what's coming out in the next couple of months that? From Ballast Point that, that we should be looking out for. So, um, like I said, this week, starting with this week, we're going to have our uh, Comfort Storm. It's a cream ale with coffee and vanilla. Uh, there's also our Thai Chili Wahoo, which is our Belgian wheat beer with Thai chilies and lime. Fuck, when is that coming out? It's, <laughs> it, just, it just got in like on Thursday, so it'll be in stores. Tuesday? On Thursday. We got it on Thursday, so it'll be coming out stores by. Yeah, Tuesday at the earliest. Uh, those would be in 22 ounce bombers. Say that again, man. Which one was it? Thai chili lime? Thai chili wahoo. The wahoo, the base spirits are Belgian wheat, and then we have Thai chilies and lime to it. What's the ABV on that one, though? Uh, I think five ish. But that's the thing about that, though. Delicious. Comparison to the, uh, according to the habanero, the heat kind of dissipates. I mean, there's there's some heat there, but it goes away. It doesn't, it doesn't linger as long. So it's so it's people that are a little more sensitive to heat can can drink it. But that just beer. sounds oh, so it's not going to be as maybe as because sometimes Thai is well Thai food. Yeah, but the, they're not. But the whole around. point, <laughs> is, but the chili, but the whole point of the line is to kind of cut down on on the heat of it, and that yeah, that but yeah, it's nice, and that's a bomber. Yeah, for me, like going to a Thai restaurant was an eye opening experience in that, like I'm like. 
They're like, oh, yeah, you want Ty Hart? He's, he got a Ty Hart. I'm yeah. Like, Don't do it. I'm like, I'm like, I love hot stuff. I'm like, Ruben, just go hot. I'm no, fucking no. Mexican, man. Give me that Ty Hart shit. Oh, God. Man, I, I, I get the mild it. and I'm sweating. I'm, a, I'm <laughs> it's a, like coffee when we're Mexicans are bitches compared to the Thai when it comes to hot, bro. Jesus. <laughs> what are they doing, man? So, yeah. Definitely. What that is it? Like, it's that cayenne, cayenne pepper. That they, what are they using in Thai? Thai chilies. Probably. 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 But that beer does does sound delicious. Yeah, that's um, a, that sounds good, man. So yeah, that's gonna be out this week. Uh, then we're gonna have our barmy, which is the the gold nail uh, with honey and apricot, twelve percent alcohol. Uh, that'll be in six packs. Barney. Yeah. Then we'll have our um, the fathom, the uh, orange vanilla fathom. That's so that'll cool. That'll be man. in a bomber too. Uh, then they uh, we're gonna have, eventually we'll have our. Um, Sour Winch, uh, Blackberry. Um, Ballast Point just wants my money. Yeah. They, they got that's it. not the first time I've heard of that, too. <laughs> they, that, that whole Thai chili, that's all I'm, th- all I'm thinking about. I'm like. I love it, man, that you establish these, you know, solid, you know, uh, uh, the solid beer line, and then you could do these little spin offs, mm-hmm. you know, here and there. And then, you know, and it, it's just awesome, you know what I mean? Because. You get the the diehard consumer that's you know buying, and then um, then you give them a little treat, you know, almost like an Easter egg of like, oh, it's scoping, but you know, it's got this in it or that. Man, that's cool, and it, it's and I think it's only possible to do shit like that when you have such a solid lineup. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and the other cool thing is that you're not just doing a totally new beer. So, I mean, you're not just you know coming out with uh, it's your flagship stuff. With a spin on it, you know. I mean, yeah. that's 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 different. You know, usually a lot of people's uh, shit right now is to just do a completely different. You know, uh, a lot of guys are even abandoning the the flagship beers. Like so, you know, um, we've seen that too, where where you're not, uh, they're not. You know, you've seen cancellations of brews and shit like yeah. that. So, well, you guys, you know about the, the victory of Sea Day, right? No, no, I don't even know uh, what that is. Oh. Well, I don't I don't think it'll happen. It's kind of usually more like in California, but so take Victory at Sea and make over 30 different variants of it. <laughs> you go to the bar and it's just lined up. Victory wow. at Sea is like Bananas Foster, Chocolate Chip Cookie Dough, you know, Thin Mints. Uh, there's a Cap'n Crunch Berry <laughs> this version. This dude's head would explode, man. Yeah. Corey loves all that kind of shit, too. Yeah. Well, I think those, too, you know... Yeah, you know, just have a little bit of each. You know, yeah, you, want to, you want to remember this stuff too because that's a that's a ten percent. I think they're know. talking a beer station. Beer stations got like twenty eight taps. They can they can fucking step up. Come oh, on, John. Well, we this is our twentieth uh, year, so there will be a couple. There'll be there's going to be two events going on. I'm not going to really say much other than that, but it'll be the summer and it'll be awesome. So, uh, how do, what's the best way for people to find out what's going on uh, in the Kansas City area with Ballast Plant? I mean, uh, you know, I my Twitter game is Twitter game is, is pretty weak. Yeah, uh, it's kind of because I've already got so much stuff going on in my head. I mean, I yeah. would say you know, central states they're going to have they're going to they usually be pretty good at posting. No, and I events. think it's cool to uh, lean heavy on the um, the the road that they've established. So I yeah. you, and we've talked they about have a this great presence. Central states is one of the few distributors that's really active on social media that. Um, you know, and Aaron, Aaron's a beast, man. Uh, I didn't know this, but he's like fucking Doogie Howser and shit. Uh, he's a badass DJ. No, like Aaron has like five bachelor degrees. I think is that what he said. I think he said. Uh, John said that Aaron has five bachelor degrees. Or he could have just been fucking with me. I think Not, it'd be better if it was that. Not, but you know what? I look at Aaron and I think it is possible. I mean, he's, you you know what I'm talking about, right? You you know Aaron? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's, I think he's really cool, man. Uh, And, yeah, and he's a hell of a DJ also. Who would have known, man? He he was DJing (laughs) the, the, he was in charge of the music on the bus to Mothers. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was, yeah, how was that? Did you both go? Oh, yeah. That was awesome. This is our second time going, man. Nice. 
God, man, I wish there was more shit like that. You know, and uh, the only thing that's uh, comparable is a beer festival, which you, you have a good time at. But Bust to Mothers actually trumps the beer festivals. I mean, that's a more intimate, you know. Yeah. At least and, this was a handful of people, you know. And this year was better because the bus was smaller. So you really got to, like, hang out with everyone there. You kinda, which was, was kind of a downer for me, but. Well, it's cool for me. I'm anti-social. <laughs> fuck yeah. people. Fuck people. <laughs> I do a podcast. I'm on social media. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no uh, it's like a fucking bottle share. So all these, so you get on the bus. Everybody's all timid at first, which is like I already know. Like, all right, this is how it starts. And then all of a sudden, the bottles start coming out. And, you know, and it's just <laughs> a array of great shit. You know, everybody's fucking one upping each other on the. And so then that's going on, and then Aaron's playing the music, and then people start loosening up oh, and yeah. shit, and and the next thing you know, Corey's throwing up in the corner by himself. That was at the end, and I wasn't by myself. <laughs> I was in the middle of the bus. So that was you. It's the, yes, sec- sec- it's the second time he's done that, man. No, first time on the bus to Mothers. Yeah, okay, well, listen, it's becoming a trend, and I don't know what we need to do. Uh, you, you need to be a better um, steward of me and fucking... You know, get me to heal. With, uh, when people get to that get boomer diaper glass. age, uh, we, like, they, <laughs> it 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 becomes it, it's difficult, man. You know, I'm Gen X, bro. You're boomer, so you're 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 about to go diapies on that ass. Damn. You're throwing up on the buses. God, ruining shit, man. We're the Casey Social, bro. We're supposed to have high tolerances. I'm holding up my end, man. I could drink like a beast. Just for the record, just before I threw up, I believe I won a lip sync, uh, a karaoke competition. Maybe that's maybe oh, that's the a you wash. know what? I see that as a wash. <laughs> I think that's okay. Maybe the nerves, you know, like you got so nervous. You're like I'm you're like Eminem, you know. They're like mom spaghetti. I thought I thought <laughs> you know I thought I mean? gotten over like the. You were right about to freestyle that shit. And I was just, ba- seriously. I was, I was I was like I'm ba- I'm bad, and then all of a sudden I'm like I'm good. I'm good, and then. Not good. He goes like <laughs> he looks at me because he he had thrown up on a previous bus trip, totally unrelated. God, man, I can't take you anywhere. Yeah, it's motion sickness, right? He fucking yeah, looks at me and he goes, he goes, I need a bag. And I looked right at him. I said, No, you don't. No, you don't. Man. And I looked right back and said, I need a bag. And the look he gave me was like death. I was like, This motherfucker does need a bag, yeah. and I'm getting out of his way. So I got him a bag. You didn't just uh, run away. <laughs> That's nice. No, I. Uh, he commences to hurl in front of the whole bus, and yeah. you know, the nice intimate setting allowed everyone to witness it. So I know this, but someone referred to me as a blogger, so I felt like I accomplished something. I was like, wow, <laughs> I am a blogger. I'm a blogger. It's like a, a higher level that I didn't know I was going to reach. I was like, wow. I didn't think she said you were a barfer. No blog. No, she said the blogger bar. <laughs> A blogger barfed. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure that's not the first time. Oh, her, shit. Her friend tried to hate uh, on me, and, and she stuck up for me, so I appreciate that. I don't know my... I, I don't know, man. You just have a better constitution than me, man. No, no, I don't know what it is. I think it's just like I get so amped up in the moment that, yeah, I'm nowhere near being sick. I don't know. I'm drinking, up. yeah, you drank way more than amounts. Yeah. But whatever. Maybe you get nervous. Do, don't, no more lip syncing for you, bro. <laughs> keep me calm we got about you know this hour it flies by man we yeah. got about 10 minutes so let's let right charlie right. talk because it's whoa whoa whoa, 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 whoa whoa i'm just gonna talk we, no 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 no. we're gonna ask you something okay. we're not just gonna yeah. have you uh, do a soliloquy okay so I'm, i've already done enough of this today so, so like if, what would you, like would you even be able to do some shit like bust mothers or is it like nah you can't do uh, it bust a ballast point that's What's a long, that long, ass long bus ride, No, 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 not not an event like that. I'm saying, like, could you participate in other brewer shit? I could, yeah, yeah but yeah, but, I don't know. know. I mean, I do weird. so much of like my own stuff. It's kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's what I was thinking too. Like, fuck, man, how many beers can you drink? How yeah. many festivals can and you? I, I've been to breweries before, you know, a lot, and it's kind of you know. It gets to be boring like, at some point. You know, someone who's making lambic or something. You know, that's totally different. You know, I've yeah. seen that, but. You know, so but it's funny. You know, I let other people go. I don't want to take up space. Other people are no. Yeah, I was just curious. I would. Um, I'm not good, but yeah. 
Does Ballast... Uh, no, go ahead and shit on our dream, dude. It's just the no, highlight of our year. No, no I'm sorry. Awesome. <laughs> you guys got to go. I'm, I'm sure so many people are jealous. You know? <laughs> no, and a lot of people get to go. It's just a matter of, you know, whatever the contest is. But, yeah, that, that brings up a good point, though, because you're going up, you're, you're participating, and, I mean, it's almost like, you know, so does, this, does, does the scene ever get, like... Uh, like fuck, like fuck, man! I gotta go to another beer festival and shit. Cause even me, man, I don't. We don't go to that many because I can't handle it. Mm-hmm. Well, for one, I always say this: I'm only I'm gonna fucking pace myself, bro. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna drink plenty of water. Never, and, never pace. And then and then I didn't get sick at Parkville. Fuck you! It's like did I get sick at? I did not get sick at Parkville. It's like Tyson. Like uh, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. <laughs> every, every, he's, he's I didn't get from, sick at Parkville. So Corey has a plan until he gets punched in the fucking yeah, face and then it's done. Up. No, but you know, you always say, hey, I'm going to be fucking, and I'm always responsible, but I'm never as fucking, uh, like as paced as I would like to be. So, mm-hmm. you know, the next day it's kind of brutal and then I fucking, you know, whatever. That's because so, you're an old Gen Xer. Yeah, yeah, Dude, yeah, for sure. The millennials got me. They're they're talking shit on me, man, for sure. Like I'm talking shit on the boomer over here. No, so sorry, that was a long question. Yeah, so what, what's the question exactly? <laughs> what? So Terrible do you ever get tired question. of this shit? Do you ever get tired of the beer festivals? Do you ever get tired of the beer scene? And um, you know, well, not really. I mean, there's a sense of like since it's an obligation to go to these things, there's a little bit of that, but. It's always, I always have a great time. It's always fun, you know, introducing people to the beer. People are so excited, you know, when they try it. They don't know about it and they try it and they like it. And that's really, I mean, that's, that's just awesome. It's, what, it's cool to introduce people to the brand. It's so like I was saying, you know, people are still finding out about it. Yeah. You know, not everyone's, you know, someone who's following all the beer stuff online and all that, just super familiar. So you, you there's a, just a little bit of that, just this obligation kind of just beforehand, but I still, it's, it's great. I love it. And you get does, dudes that say, "What the fuck's the BP on your hat mean?" Shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's, that's just, just happened a, one time. That's just boomers. <laughs> um, does 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 the Ballast Point have like uh, brewery tours if, oh, yeah. if they went out to San Diego? Oh yeah, we have uh, four different locations. Actually, the fifth one that we're building in Long Beach. We're going to make you mostly just sour beers. Just for Snoop Dogg? Or? <laughs> no. It's going, to be like our, it's going to be like our sour beer producing facility. It's actually got a big, long dock people can pull their uh, boats up onto. Oh, I think there's a, instead of a cat, we have a seal. You know, all breweries have cats. We have a seal or something. What? Uh, no, nah, some oh. guy posted that. Like, oh, there was, there, there was, the there was a seal just hanging out, like, uh, like in the brewery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ballast Point's got seals, man. What do you got, bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to the Miramar. Uh, that's our main production facility. There's a restaurant there. There's a big patio. And you, yeah, you can go. You can do tours and all that. So, so, so you said there the new facility is just gonna in Long Beach is gonna concentrate on sour. So, uh-huh. is kind of Ballast Point going to like introduce like quote unquote a sour line? Well, that's that. I mean, I don't know the line exactly to say, but the sour wench. There's yeah. different versions of that. You know, there's a blackberry that's gonna be coming out. They also do an apricot, um, and then the, like, it's like a raspberry one too. Will be available at Boulevardia. Get your tickets. Damn it. I don't think those are probably sold out. John, man, but, if you could get us on, I'm, I could be a volunteer. I could pour for Ballast Point. Do you need a pour? What do you need? What I don't need know. Uh, I could sweep. Corey can throw up. What, what you need? <laughs> I can clean it up. I'm not gonna, <laughs> Listen, man. I'm going to be out of town, brother. Play. What's so fucking awesome is that uh, our first guest is Charlie. at the, at the And this worked out pretty good, right? Yeah, the, I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's better. What we used to do is, is we used to sit on these chairs right here, and, and then I'd be behind the computer, like oh, yeah, Doctor Evil and shit. Or something. Yeah, and yeah. Corey would watch sports like an asshole, and we had to turn the TV off on him. <laughs> God, he would always be just he would zone, he'd fall asleep. He has fallen asleep. Yes, and he's he's zoned out and just started. I'm I used a to think the TV. I'm old. Having the TV on yeah, was okay. He, he made me turn the TV off. Should have started screaming at it or anything. <laughs> but it's it's fitting and it's awesome because uh, when we built the bar, we we reached out to CS Bev and they hooked us up with uh, yeah. the um, Santa, Fe Santa Fe Brewing, graphic. yeah, which I love because I'm from New Mexico. Plus, I love Santa Fe's product. They're also a high quality. 
if you go, man, if you're in New Mexico, you go to Santa Fe, and they also have the Albuquerque location. You get their flight. That's what that's what I always do is uh, get the flight of beers, whatever brewer I go to, and if that first lager to that last stout, and what we'll, we'll, it all starts with that first beer, whatever that that you know, if they nail that shit, then you pretty much know what the and and definitely the freestyle pills fucking kills it, you know. So uh, Santa Fe Brewing, personal favorite of mine, and also. Um, Sick, we had to replace point. the uh, we, the unmentionable yeah. sign that used to yeah, reside the, behind the bar. The, the beer, the South African beer, who who shall not be named. Uh-oh. Yeah, that shit's gone. It's in the trash now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, no one say how the sausage is made. No. <laughs> no. Or or how the food no, is packed. Because Corey likes to say. <laughs> no. So and uh, they hooked us up with uh, this beautiful. Uh, Ballast Point Sculpin sign uh, LED, which is pimp as fuck, dude. Yeah, it's beautiful. It does. It's just so. Corey thought it was for him. <laughs> I, I don't have one. Well, of it those. is for you. you. You get to hang out here too. Yeah, I get to hang out here. It's you can come over and look at it. You yeah. can look at it, bro. Fragile. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it's fitting that, that Charlie's the first guest here and, and we'll take a, a picture in front of the sign and uh, uh, sign off here. And like, we got two minutes, man. Uh, before we turn into a pumpkin, you got any final, last victory at sea words? Just um, you know. Nah, never mind. We got Charlie. No, do I'm that. I'm just fucking with you. No, uh, I, I, I wanted to thank Charlie for coming out and just uh, you know, we've been fans of the beer from before it was here, and now you're here, and it's just awesome to know that. It's readily available and just to experience all the new things that are coming out. So I'm going to be drinking, fingers crossed, some fucking Thai chili beer on Tuesday. And some some Barney? Uh, no, Barney, come, come Barney's, not, storm. Yeah, Barney. Barney's not oh, yet. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Come come before the storm. storm. Yeah. And it was weird. Why were you holding the mic that way when you said that, bro? <laughs> that <was like>. <laughs> <laughs> I put the mic in the stand. The mic has been in the stand for like 45 minutes. It's like reaching for a minutes. second one, too. That's what he calls the stand, his hand. <laughs> It's been in the stand, man. <laughs> it was his hand. Now, you, what, you any uh, final words? I just thank you guys wisdom? for having me, and thanks for supporting the brands and everyone, everyone else out there. You know, if you haven't tried it, give it a shot. I think it's good beer. Hopefully, you would think the same. And how weird is it that uh, that Charlie's here representing uh, Ballast Point and fucking uh, Mark Miller? You know, just a no show <laughs> and shit. <laughs> Yeah, and, man. And FYI, Poor Mark. Mark's a good dude, though. but yeah, but, no, he's not. Seriously. Not at this point. Just for for the floaters out there, um, Ballast Point's got a shit ton of cans. So chill it, chill it, take it on the river. You you will be glad that you did. Right on, man. And we just turned into a pumpkin. Say goodbye, Corey. Goodbye, Corey.